guys. Welcome back to Top Model Rewind. I'm Danielle. Oh, I'm Alex. And um, we have a lot to talk about in this episode because it is a very eventful episode. It's heavy, man. Probably one of like the most eventful episodes of Psycho. I, it's so hard to say because, no, wait, I, I don't even know if that's true because there's the Tyra meltdown, yeah. there's the blackface, there's the flushing bacteria, and there's this. There's just so much going on. This season. Um, but this is the Nelson Mandela cell <laughs> episode for Teeny. Um, so, uh, but before we get into that, I just want to talk about a tire project that's ongoing oh, right now. Have you guys heard of Smize Cream? <laughs> has, it, has the good word been spread to you out there in Top Model Rewind land? It because must be known, right? It is consuming my life and all my thoughts. So, I see posts about it every day. I because it's about to launch mm-hmm. uh, Tyra's new business venture. You know, she's had so many. She's had Tyra Beauty. She's had, you know, the time when she decided she was a novelist and wrote <laughs> Model Land. <laughs> she's so had many things. the pop star thing. Yeah. So many things. And she decided to create an ice cream brand, which I actually think is one of the best ideas she's had legitimately. But because Tyra is Tyra, she has mm-hmm. to ruin even her best idea with something <laughs> just totally ridiculous, doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And that thing is DJ Splits. Have you seen, Have you? do you follow DJ Splits or have you no. seen DJ Splits? I don't know DJ Splits. <laughs> I've yeah. noticed DJ Splits on the front of the cartons of the ice cream okay yeah she's being incorporated into their their branding gotcha. which i think is a huge mistake yeah. so <laughs> tyra decided that this ice cream brand wasn't enough and that she was going to create a mascot for the smize cream brand called dj splits who is an animated grandmother who is trying to be hip but is still old and kooky Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make any sense it's totally a thing that came just from tyra like you definitely know that she was in on the marketing team meeting and they were coming up with good ideas and talking about branding and tyra was like i want there to be a dj splits and all of these (coughs) marketing professionals just stared at her and you could hear crickets in the background and they were like what the fuck but she's the ceo so we have to follow what she's whatever crazy ass idea she has (laughs) so they're like okay i guess we'll incorporate dj splits into the brand it's just it doesn't make any sense the the captions are essays there's an an Instagram page just for DJ splits and mm-hmm. the captions are super long and filled with Tyraisms. I think Tyra writes them herself. Of course. <laughs> or someone has somehow channeled someone can see into Tyra's brain and knows exactly what she would write and is creating the, I don't know. DJ splits has like a niece and nephew. It, there's this whole world of DJ splits and now she's on like the ice cream cover and it's oh such a bad idea. It's such a thing that Tyra would do. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you ruining your only good idea you've ever had? I, I will, n- I would never try any other thing that you did Tyra. I was not going to be a Tyra beauty tainer. I wasn't, I mean, I read model. I, I, I read people or I listened to podcasts of people making fun of model land, but I didn't actually read it because it was really long. It's absurdly long. Yeah. yeah. But Smize Cream, I was like, I will eat Smize Cream because I love ice cream. Everyone loves to eat. Oh, yeah. 
but then she had to ruin it with DJ Splits. I don't understand. I don't want to. Ah, it, <laughs> it's mind boggling. Infuriating. It really is. And I mean, I'll, okay, let's be honest. I'll still eat some ice cream, but I really hope they just kill off DJ Splits. There needs to be like. Yeah, just let it fall off. There, I want her to. <laughs> she has this whole story built up around her. I would mm-hmm. like for them to literally kill her in this story. There needs to be an end game to this story where <laughs> DJ Splits like gets some kind of sickness and maybe just withers away and dies. I don't know. <laughs> DJ Splits needs to, or she falls off a cliff or something. Yeah. DJ Splits needs to perish. That's like. Just goes for a fatal hike. Yeah. That's what needs to happen here. Okay. Um, an avalanche of some sort, of some ice cream. Okay. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Just something needs to happen to her. <laughs> so Okay. Please. She's gone from my right. life, but in a way that, you know, makes sense narratively because now I'm sure. kind of invested in her crazy story. Sure. sure. Um, but regardless, yeah, we really want to, we want to try Smize Cream, right? And we would oh, like yeah. to try it on the show and like rate and review it, you know? Please. But I signed up for this early taste of Smize Cream because there's mm-hmm. this email newsletter. Mm-hmm. I felt insane signing up for it, by the way. I was like, this is totally it made it makes you feel a little insane when you're signing up yeah yeah well dj splits is there staring into my soul (laughs) yeah right there hanging out uh playing music you go you go on the website and oh there's music yeah no i just accidentally turned it on it'll probably be in the recording a little bit but it's like less than two seconds so Uh, (laughs) i kind of want to hear the music is this do you want to there was supposed to be a smize cream anthem and it never came out and i was really disappointed because we know oh are you sure that this isn't it it might be that's why i'm curious i've been can waiting I, to post about it can i play it if you can you try can you hear that i can put it up to the microphone hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty repetitive it uh yeah it doesn't sound very good Is that it? It stopped. What? It just says my smize over and over again? Yes. Smize It was like smize for me. Smize smize. Here's another thing. What marketing school did Tyra go to that said you have to have a song for every project? What marketing school? I know they didn't the teach Tyra that at Harvard Business School. school. It's so yeah. ridiculous. Every single time she releases something, she's like, you know what? We need a music video to go along with it, a song. It's like, you don't. You really don't. It's an ice cream brand. Oh, man. Yep. She's you don't just, need it. She loves to be multifaceted. She does. She, I guess, wants to be seen as a mogul or something. I don't understand it. <laughs> You're dancing to this. <laughs> oh, it's oh good stuff. God. That right. is good. I want to know who made that. <laughs> we need to interview them. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Um, oh. But yeah, I signed up for this for this first taste of some mm-hmm. ice cream and I made you sign up too. I like yep. sent you two texts begging you to sign she, up. She bullied me into signing <laughs> up. <laughs> I got threats. So <laughs> I really wanted us to try no, it yeah. together. And unfortunately we live in different areas. So it's like, well, have, you'd have to individually pick it up. So I was, yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. Desperate. So I have to be responsible for myself, which is something I'm not comfortable with. Um, 
And so I signed up and at midnight, the link went live. They're like, you can get the first taste of Smize Cream if you sign mm-hmm. up now. And I just happened to be on my phone at the time. I saw mm-hmm. it and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be the first person to sign up for Smize <laughs> Cream. I can't believe I can't believe I got this great <laughs> opportunity to try Smize Cream to be the first person. And then I try and sign up for it. And I, I literally log in. I put it in my car. It's $8, which is pretty pricey for ice cream. How much ice cream are we talking? I think it's like a pint, you know, or not okay. a pint. I don't know if it's a pint or just one of those like personal sized cups. Oh I think it is personal because she says there's like a, a cookie dough ball in each one, okay. like buried within this ice cream. So I'm assuming you can only do that for like a, a personal quart or whatever. I don't know measurements. Gotcha. but. We're thinking $8 a serving, though. Yeah, I think it's $8 for, like, a personal-sized smize cream, which is about as expensive. There's, like, a local ice cream brand where I live, and it's really good. It's about as expensive as that, so it better be high quality because this local brand is really good. But it's more expensive than, like, Ben & Jerry's and... See, that's more expensive than ice cream, really good ice cream around here. So... Mm -hmm. It's pretty pricey. Mm. So, uh, but I go to sign up, I put it in my cart. Uh-huh. I have to live in LA, obviously. I don't know why I thought they were going to ship me Smize Cream. Because that would make logical country. sense, honestly. Well, I don't know. Because I was like, so are they going <laughs> to... They're going to show up in like a Schwann truck or something to my house? Well, like, how do you <laughs> transport ice cream to people's yeah, homes? That's what I, mean, I was... But- <laughs> Like, was I expecting them to be like Pfizer and Moderna where you have to keep it in these like cooled trucks all the time and they're going to like just roll up to my house and drop off some smize cream? I I think I was living in a fantasy land. Yeah, the logistics are off, I guess. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I'm disappointed too. I really wanted to taste it early. And it it made me excited. I entered my address and everything and it was like, yeah, you qualify. Yeah, so... (laughs) That's weird that they made us enter our address and it was like, yeah, you're fine. You're cool. <laughs> yeah, this will work out great. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I think uh, hopefully, though, they'll see where we, where we live. And then when they release it into stores, it'll, near you. Yeah. they'll maybe put some pints in a freezer in Louisville and I can try some. Yeah. Yeah, I um, can see Louisville and Bloomington being good spots to pick <laughs> up some spots. ice cream. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> So I'm really disappointed. I don't really mm-hmm. understand. I don't. I would think I was deluded into thinking I would get some ice <laughs> cream excited, early. You know, I think if we weren't so uh, critical of some ice cream, I could probably finagle us into getting like early samples to try. <laughs> what have we been critical pro- about? Just <laughs> I just the, totally just the advertising. I just know? said that DJ Split should die. Just DJ Splits. That's all. I don't think they would take kindly to me trying to kill off I, DJ mm, Splits. I think they might appreciate it. They'll be like, we want to talk more. Um, <laughs> you got some good ideas. ideas. I, yeah. Yeah, I, you said ice cream avalanche. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. Yeah, actually. An ice cream mountain. You'd have to have an ice cream mountain to have an ice cream avalanche. That sounds delicious. So, How do we put this in a headline? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if we can get any free samples. Well, if, if we do, <sighs> we'll let you guys know and we'll try it and tell you if it's any good. But um, All publicity is, is good publicity, even if it's just a... a a b-side podcast <laughs> that is trashing the products <laughs> advertising we'll take what we can get <laughs> yeah <laughs> um another thing with the smize cream is i'm not sure like so that like tyra says there's going to be like a cookie dough ball in each serving sounds so good it does sound good but then at the same time i'm like 
I like my candy distributed throughout the ice cream, you know, but I guess yeah. like, so hmm. their first layer is going to be vanilla with a cookie dough ball. And I think that sounds kind of boring, mm. but if you do like a different flavor with a cookie dough ball, mm-hmm. I might be down, you know, but yeah. I'm curious. I want to try it. It's interesting. I want to try it, please. It's a please. very fascinating direction to go in. So I'm curious. I'm just so curious. Oh, for sure. I also was wondering, because you know if America's Next Top Model was still showing, that they mm. would have to do a smile Cream oh, yeah. Challenge. Oh, yeah. What do you think it would be? What do you think the smile Cream Challenge would be? <sighs> I came up with some ideas on Instagram, but I want to hear if you have any. Well, I kind of feel like one of the prizes would become getting a Smize campaign. Like, yeah, being getting, the face. Right. Getting right. to meet DJ Slits yes. in person. Uh huh. <laughs> being DJ well, Slits. DJ Slits niece. would be there as a guest judge. <laughs> yeah. Um, An animated DJ Slits. I could see Tyra doing that. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it would turn into a music video situation. I mean, probably. There's already a song, so why not? And then, of course, there would be an animated DJ Splits dancing in the commercial. You'd probably have to pretend to be dancing next to DJ Splits. Mm. Uh, The idea I put on Instagram, most of them are bad, but one of them I was like, well, maybe they would have the girls be put into almost like a hamster ball but like okay the cookie dough ball that is oh, advertised man. and then they have to just like roll down the runway yep okay and this cookie dough ball i was kind of thinking like violet beauregard <laughs> from like charlie and the chocolate factory where sure. they are the part of the ball and so yeah. they're just physically rolling <laughs> i think i think that might be a good challenge for I think you should send this to them. Yes. (laughs) All these Can you reboot the show just so you can do a Smice Cream challenge? Yeah, Smice Cream is never going to be successful without America's Next Top Model, so I don't know. They don't have as big of a platform, let's be honest. Um, Yeah, so I'll think of more ideas. I'll think of more competitions that could involve Smice Cream. Probably like you know, they've already done this, but posing in a very cold room. I mean, they've done that before where girls have to pose on ice right, with the meat or pose yeah. in a meat locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, could be something like that with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Just surrounded by, you're like in a freezer surrounded by fake ice cream. I don't know. Sure. I could see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But regardless, uh, that's our segment on Smile Ice Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Uh, Taste it with us. Yeah, when we maybe taste it before us, probably taste it. Oh, yeah. If you live in LA, please sign up for Smize Cream. Go to Smize Cream's Instagram page. There's a link to sign. Actually, it's a private Instagram page, but I can send you. I can send you the link to the website. Private Instagram because they went private. They were like, "Ooh, sign up. Go before we go private." What? Everyone That's who's terrible in marketing who currently follows us gets a first taste of Smize Cream. I I know, and I was like I'm already fo- I've been following you since day one. Hey, That's you don't got to tell me. Yeah. But if someone I know, out I here must follow them because I can see everything. But yeah, you probably. I mean, if you're on the Top Model Rewind account, you can. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, if you live in LA, sign up. You can sign up. I think you have to sign up. Oh, this is going to come out after. So oh, well, this is not helpful. But I hope <laughs> if you have signed up, if you're as crazy as me and you have signed up, please, let, you let can call into our show. We'll put call you. In. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a hotline. You can be on our show as a guest and telling us what Smize Cream tastes like. 
Yeah. And tell us about the experience of going to the Smize Crew, wherever they're like, you know, have this pop-up shop. Yeah, what's it like? Is yeah, it just let a us really know about old, the experience. old, upset man who looks like he didn't want to be Grandpa there. Grandpa Splits. Yeah, <laughs> Grandpa Splits. <laughs> and But he's in like an ice cream costume. Like yeah. one of the, you know, like the advertising costumes where they have the sign and they spin it Oh, around. yeah, for sure. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing like it being very like thrown together and not planned out very well. Is this a legitimate business? Oh, is it a front for something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this- I need to know. No. Um, yeah. So let us know. But uh, before we get into the rest of the episode, real quick, I wanted to talk about UV's Oliver Twix interview because, of course, UV's on this season. Um, and I didn't get to watch the entire thing. I was just watching as she was talking about the infamous Pisces shoot that she taught. Tyra said it was the worst picture in top model history. Yeah. Uh, she said that a lot of it was the fault of the makeup that they put her in. If you see, they basically like almost painted her face white. She looked very pale. They washed then, her the fuck out. Yeah. Washed her out put on she said like two pounds of sequins and rhinestones on her like eyes and she couldn't even open her eye at one point she had to like stop the shoot and be like hey i can't i can't open my eyes it's very heavy my eyelid isn't very strong i don't work it out a lot yeah i mean we know uv has these big gorgeous eyes oh yeah that are probably stronger than my eye, eyes could but ever th- be. That's the but- thing. The eyelid, it's already a heavy oh, eyelid. True. That's you just tr- put more weight on the true. eyelid. You're and right. And it just wants to shut more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she said that the makeup artist even apologized to her for how it turned well, out. Mm. How her makeup turned out. So I feel like that's a pretty good sign. It is. That she was screwed over a lot by the makeup. Yeah. And then later on, after the show was done, Tyra invited her back to come on the Tyra show to recreate the photo. Mm -hmm. And it was a very subtle makeup, just like a few bits of sequins and just regular makeup. It was like well done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they took the photo like bada bing, bada boom, three Mm -hmm. minutes. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) and it was good. It was good. It was like a three minute photo shoot and it turned out a better picture than the one she took on set that day which took way more time and way more effort and I was like yeah she probably could have done better if they hadn't have screwed her over with the makeup yeah she's probably a really good model (laughs) I I loved UV we all know yes and UV said that she's been modeled she had been modeling since she was 12 so she was pretty she felt confident in herself and felt like she knew how to model pretty well going on to the show like she wasn't starting from ground zero like some girls were it's wild how many of these girls had been modeling for years Mm -hmm. before they went on america's next top model but like they were told not to talk like don't bring that up don't talk about that like to the cameras yeah i don't know because she said they felt like she felt like the show was trying to portray her as the girl who didn't understand that she was a model which i can see why they would do that with uv because uv has such a unique look so it mm-hmm. makes sense to be like uv we just found the pluck this girl out of a mall like mm-hmm. just walking around not knowing we how made unique her. she was yeah. yeah you know what i mean it's totally mm-hmm. probably what they were trying to go for but uv was like no i actually like 
knew I had a, a model-esque look and I mm-hmm. was modeling and I felt confident in my, my modeling abilities. Right. Um, she said that she even, they didn't show this. They didn't show a lot of UV apparently. Cause I guess they didn't see her as an interesting character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she was just a little more chill than mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of the girls, but she, they had a challenge. The first challenge they did was like a pose off in the modeling apartment. And mm-hmm. she won that challenge and she got a bunch of designer clothes and she felt like they took it out because it showed that she wasn't just like a <laughs> a newbie model who didn't know what she was doing, but she actually yeah. knew how to pose. That's so bad. It's I know. Rude. Yeah. She Poor also UV. just felt like her, they picked bad photos of her, which I, I understand. Um, I think the fish photo was probably more the makeup that was bad than the fish photo, photo shoot. Well, they always did weird shit to her face. I don't know why. Like the stocking, the fishnet stocking oh, on yeah. her face. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad Or what? Styling. No, it was pantyhose or something over. I don't remember. But yeah, I was just everyone like, knows why would that you do makes this? you look great? <laughs> yeah. Fashion tip, like, put pantyhose on your face. Yeah. Uh, totally void all of your features to just blend together <laughs> in a weird smushed up way. <laughs> Yeah, they did kind of screw over with that. But she even said, like, with that photo shoot, Tatiana saw them going through her her shots on the shoot. And she said Mm -hmm. that they, when they were going through them, there was, like, a gorgeous photo of her on the hood of the car. She looked great. And then they picked the photo that they did, which was just okay. You know, it Mm -hmm. wasn't really, she looked kind of slouchy. It was was kind of the bottom of the pack, I thought, that week. Yeah, they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. She felt as if she had been kind of screwed over by. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it by the judges. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for UV after watching this because she did really seem to be like very legitimately wanting to model, very ambitious, and this show right. didn't help her a lot in that regard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, felt bad for her. Like I said, they definitely gave her an edit where they just kind of brushed over a lot of things because apparently. Britta took her bed and you know how that's usually like a big source of contention when a girl takes another girl's bed they always show us that you know what is the the beef what's the beef yeah I want to know the Britta Britta UV beef but at the same time she did say that she reacted very passively she didn't get super upset or anything she just went and oh she didn't make it dramatic yeah she took like the uncomfortable lounge in the living room and just sucked it up basically like it like a chase lounge situation yeah she said it was hard but then when britta left first because britta was the first boot she didn't mm-hmm. take the bed because she thought it was bad juju to take the bed <laughs> of the girl who got eliminated first which oh maybe it would have been good juju uv eh, i don't know i feel like uv definitely got from the vibe that well we know she does like psychic readings and stuff she was talking about like smudging and Nice. All this stuff. She definitely has this like very much spiritual my girl believing in like karma kind of kind of good, vibe good, to her. Good, so good, good. Yeah. Um other things. Oh, she addressed uh the gang thing. You know how she was supposed yeah. to be in a gang? <clears throat> she said she grew up in San Francisco and the place that she grew up in San Francisco was just part of the culture. Like everyone took gang colors and she got into lots of fights when she was in school like fifth grade she was saying like really young Mm -hmm. and but then after she they moved her family she just kind of uprooted her from the situation didn't really become a part of her part of her life and Mm -hmm. now she's a pacifist so that kind of 
address that a little bit more. Nice. And also her mom, similarly to Naima, who comes from like a kind of famous family, her mm-hmm. mom was like a famous mariachi singer what? in Mexico, like a big That's deal awesome. singer. Yeah, it's really cool. And um, I, I don't know, like when she moved to the U.S., I guess maybe the U.S. market wasn't like as, you know, she wasn't as famous in the U.S. Yeah. Mm-mm. But she moved because apparently her dad died in the Mexico City oh. earthquake in 1985. Fuck. All this really interesting background about Nayubi that we didn't get to hear. And I'm like, wow, she really has a fascinating She's life. She's got a history. Mm-hmm. Fascinating person. I just, this yeah, is, I feel like yeah. we were kind of cheated out of some, some, some Yubi action. Mm-hmm. And then just another note, <clears throat> another survivor connection. This season has so many survivor oh connections. God. Again, give me it. What is it? Okay. So... <laughs> This one's not as good, but Damn one it. of the producers or one of the cameramen on the show had gotten hired, had apparently like his next job was going to be survivor. He had just gotten hired to be like the survivor photographer, one of the survivor photographers. Okay. And because of that, he was always like running and jumping around the top model house to get shots <laughs> as if what? it was anything comparable to survivor, <laughs> which I just find hilarious. Like, I love that idea. So like when she, when Britta took her bed, the survivor guy like ran into the room and like jumped into the room and she <laughs> was like, I'm just not even going to get mad about this. <laughs> like, this isn't a big deal. So <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I loved that. I thought that was just a funny little note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just a I... really intense guy who's like, oh, I've got to get ready for my, <laughs> my survivor gig. This is good prep work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can tell the survivor people, I guess. He's like, yeah, when I was on America's Next Top Model, it was a lot more physical than you would expect. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, it was great. And, and like I said, I didn't watch the entire interview. So I would definitely go and watch the rest of the interview. And she had other stories, too. It was really sweet, sweet girl, sweet stories. I would recommend watching that on Oliver Twix's YouTube channel. So, mm-hmm. Now that we have done that, let us get into this episode that we were talking about, how how iconic, crazy it was. It was the Kenya show. Like This is the Kenya show. Yep. Kenya went through a lot in this episode. I love the Kenya show. Um, she's made for TV, really. Yeah. Um, she's, she's just Kenya. Yeah, um, and I actually felt she went through a lot of shit this episode, though. This like, epi- it was not a good so, time for Kina. Yeah, this is such an up and down episode, and the, the down mm-hmm. part is very, very down. Like, yeah, I did not like that part. <laughs> <laughs> the assault. Well, she said the, it's the assault sexual assault with Brittany. Was... And then also just being kind of like... Brittany's treatment of Kenya with regards to her feelings about being a black woman in Africa There's, and like feeling very connected to that were yeah. kind of it, were pretty ignorant and I felt bad for her in some moments but then in other moments mm-hmm. I was like mad at her for the way she treated Naima mm-hmm. and so yeah, I don't know no, it, it was, was up just, and down this yeah this this episode is up and down and it's just all over the place just like a big splatter painting like yeah but yeah, it's all Kenya <laughs> like, mostly mostly Kenya yeah yeah most of the splatters are Kenya but yeah, yeah. it's just it's all so many emotions going through yeah. this with how I felt about Kenya it was just like oh I feel bad for her 
oh come on Kenya what are you shut doing? up Kenya yeah <laughs> <laughs> like feel bad for her again yeah she's a strong personality I yeah, don't know like there's is. a lot she went through a lot on the show and and you I get, think you just <laughs> there's so many things I, and uh, and it starts episode. out at the beginning like I feel like everyone all the other girls were really just over Kenya on this episode, which made yeah. it worse. Like everyone was just annoyed it does by not her. Help. Yeah. She was just a little, she was a little too much, I think for everyone at that yeah. point. Well, because her personality is strong. I think like, right. As time goes on, they're more stressed out. Well, other people's as, personalities start grading on them. Kenya's is strong. Yeah. 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 As the episode starts, they point out that they're at that point. In the competition yeah. where they've been around each other too much and those things that you used to like about each other are now very annoying. Uh, and that's something that happens. Like, yeah. particularly when you live with people for a while and then you start to really hate certain things about them that, you know, were kind of cute when, it, uh-huh. you know, it's fine. Um, and I think it's got to be worse when you're dealing with someone who's yeah. kind of on all the time like Kenya is. Right. Right. And that's what I mean is like her energy was just too high up. They're like, yeah, man, we've we come this far. We're tired. We all just want to chill out. Uh, can you just bring it down like four notches? And Kenya's just like, nah, I'm be Kenya. And yeah. that's cool. But in this situation, it didn't it didn't help her out. <laughs> <laughs> it was all. weird because she didn't seem to notice that she was getting on everyone's nerves. Yeah, her, se- her self-awareness was lacking in this episode. Yeah, she was just like, I'm, she thought everything was fine. She was just continuing to be Kenya, like you said. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was just like, Kenya. <laughs> like, Can't you see we're all lying low right now? <laughs> yeah. And even it's weird because even Brittany, who has a strong personality, mm-hmm. just seemed to somehow be. She was resenting Kenya. Yeah. Um, I don't know if like Naima and Kaylin were okay with Brittany just because Brittany was also getting annoyed with Kenya because I feel like in most other situations, Brittany would be the one that was just like on all the time and she would be the one where you're kind of like, okay, chill out. I need to like, but I feel like keep to myself every time there's an elimination and they lose a girl, like it's like Brittany fuels herself off of like how many people are around. And now that they're down to just like four people in the house, Brittany's chilling out a little bit. She's just like, you know, I don't want to. Yeah. She's a little less. Yeah. And, like, she's only got That's Kenya now to, like, be crazy with. And she's annoyed with Kenya. So she's chilling out. <laughs> so she's like, a little chill. Yeah. Yeah. For she's sure. She's not being as kooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, so we start out the episode with Kenya. She's upset about what happened at panel. She's crying about, she feels like they misinterpreted how she was oh, critiquing man. the other girls. Um uh, I did sort of understand a little bit more where she was coming from, where she was like, I was just trying to give what I've been given. You know, she was trying to critique the other girls, like how the judges critiqued the other girls. And the judges Mm -hmm. are harsh, super harsh on the girls. Yeah, they do say really weird things all the time. I think she was trying to match their energy and their snarkiness but then she forgot the part where you're also supposed to throw in a few compliments you know something nice something sometimes constructive sometimes yeah so Kenya feels misunderstood but the other girls are like you made me feel bad for the way that you critiqued me mm-hmm. so tension there I Brit- kind of felt like yeah yeah it seemed just like a whoops um 
mm-hmm. situation. They were like, it, but again, it starts out. It's it's Brittany getting mad at Kenya, not anybody else. Even though really, Kenya didn't say that many bad things about Brittany. The other girls were getting mad, but like not to her face. So like, yeah, well, they're really passive people. In exactly. This, this cycle. It was one of the girls said in her interview. I thought that um, that they didn't like the way that Kenya. Kenya talked about them at panel. I thought. Well, I, I mean, know. I'm not really seeing it in my notes now. One but, of those things where Kenya gives us a reason for why she critiqued him that way. But when you watch her doing the critiques, your genuine feeling is that she's just saying things to make them look bad. Like mm-hmm. it's a competitive nature. It's not like yeah. she's actually getting in the mind of the judges, in my opinion. Yeah, but. it was Kaylin who said she was kind of like rolling her eyes at dinner. When Kenya was talking, and then she said mm-hmm. in her her interview, Kenya is all about herself. But yeah, Brittany's the one that vocalizes it at the dinner for right. sure. She well, she's kind of she was like, it's the way you said it, and Kenya's like, hey, I'm not done talking. And so then like in a little like <laughs> that little thing happens. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think um that's a good point from Brittany. It's like not it's just the way you were saying it seemed mm-hmm. a little mean spirited. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's an I forgot about this. Uh, this was one of the the two things that I got annoyed with Kenya the most this episode was one how she treated Naima mm-hmm. and then two where she says here I just hated this where she says that people aren't going to relate to Naima as much as they're going to relate to her and Brittany and I was like you do know that the people that will relate to Naima are the people that are like Naima like people are going to relate to Naima and Kayla. They're not just going to relate to you and Brittany because you're extroverted and extroverted people relate to you. Yeah. But not introverted people. I was just like, I was kind of like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. (laughs) It just, it gave me this vibe of like, everyone wants to be me and be like me. And it's like, some people aren't like you, so they're not going to relate to you. And some people are like you and they will relate to you. She sees, yeah. She sees her and Brittany being outgoing as being better. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's how it comes off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I personally relate more to like Kaylin and Naima, so yep. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I like you just fine, but like, mm-hmm. I don't relate to you. Yeah. So that I mean, that's not even a big thing, but it always gets on my nerves when people are like that. I was like, I related to Michelle probably more than I relate to <laughs> anyone else. Anyone else on the show? And I know she's not like I know she got on everyone else's nerves, but like I was like relating to her hard. So mm-hmm. I don't. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that part of it was just like, it made me roll For my sure. eyes more than anything. I was just For like, Kenya, sure. Kenya, Kenya. Yeah, my favorite Kenya moment is after they get the Tyra mail in the beginning. Oh, and... that's what we're about to get to. <laughs> yep, we're getting there. The chocolate muffin thing. Yes. So like, yeah, explain. <laughs> okay, so they get the Tyra mail and it says something about, know your steps, I don't know. And every step counts. Every step counts. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, Kenya's like, oh, it's obvious. It's obvious what it is. And, and then Kaylin like, oh. walks in. Kaylin walks in and she's eating a chocolate muffin and she's just, I don't know, this edit, just the way everything unfolded. (laughs) Like, Kenya was just like, what, what is that? Is that one of those chocolate things? And Kaylin was like, yeah, what were you saying about it being obvious? And And Kenya's like, like, no, I just want that chocolate thing. (laughs) Kenya just stares at the chocolate muffin, doesn't answer, which 
this is relatable to me. This is where <laughs> I relate distracted to distracted by food. Yeah, this is where I relate to Kenya very, very intensely. <laughs> just staring at the food and not being able to pay attention to what <laughs> to someone's saying to me. Um, but yeah, Kaylin's just like, wait, what were you saying? And yeah. Kenya's just like, can I get a piece of that? <laughs> Kaylin's like, she yeah, that's fine. Will you, to, like, will you finish your gosh darn thought? <laughs> And I think what I like the most about the scene is that Kaylin seemed to be trying really hard not to curse at Kenya. Gosh darn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I liked this a lot too. And <laughs> it and I don't even think it was all editing because Kaylin was just as confused. She was like, what are you talking about? We're trying to have a conversation about you, the tire mail. Yeah, you're just approaching my, that's my food. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm eating it. Yeah. It reminds me of like, when you have food and your your pet is like what <laughs> you want that food in your hand <laughs> like give me <laughs> that was yeah just and they're like, just they have no sense of boundaries they're just sticking their nose on your yeah, food like that was kenya she was like yeah. i see food i want it give me treat <laughs> and see i don't reprimand my dogs for this some people think i should but i understand so i don't <laughs> relatable okay yeah, yeah. Here, here we are relating to kenya after we yep. said or after I said I wouldn't relate to her. I relate to her in this moment. I relate to both her and Caitlin in this. I, yeah. <laughs> I would be both of these people. So I don't think anyone's in the wrong here. I just think this is hilarious. So Yeah, it was funny. It was a funny moment. Um, And once again, I thank the editors for keeping it in there. Thank you for these little <laughs> random moments. Um, yes. But then we get on to what's obvious about it is, oh, Kenya thinks we're doing runway again. Yeah, that's that's what she was trying to say. And then God <laughs> took a long time. Yeah. yeah. Which they're not even doing runway, so... Nope. It was so irrelevant. <laughs> not obvious. And then in her interview, Kenya says about how she's so focused on food and she's always hungry. She's like, I don't know what kind of syndrome I have. Hungry. I, like, I don't stressed. think it's a syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a You're human, stressed and you're hungry. Human yeah. being wants food because Want you food. need that to sustain yourself. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> And food is great and delicious, and we all want oh, it. I mean, man. I personally, if if it's a syndrome, I have the syndrome, I I've guess. I've got the syndrome, too. I'm really hungry right now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to eat some chocolate after this. And then the next day, we also see Brittany, just Kenya being unaware that she's annoying yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenya asked to borrow something from Brittany. Brittany says yes. Kenya's like, and say it's, say yes, you can borrow it because I'm special. And Brittany's like, what? Yeah, she's like, I don't want to play a game. I don't care. (laughs) And then she's like, fine, because you're special. And Kenya's like, yay, thank you for doing that for me. And Brittany's like, I don't, I'm over this. So over this. Yeah, exactly. It's like the the honeymoon phase of their friendship is over for Brittany. Mm -hmm. Not for Kenya. All right. So the girls go to a store and they are met by these two men. Uh bb i think and mandela and yeah. they are owners of an an urban and ethnic clothing company that's what they call it mm-hmm. and it is a south african brand very much into celebrating their new democratic representative democracy great it's amazing um they're gonna take the girls to where they grew up and where they derive a lot of their inspiration and they drive out to like an area that's seemingly kind of like on the outskirts of the city that is kind of like a a shanty town. Basic. A shanty town. I don't yes. know what the word would be. Um, yeah, a lot of like 
they call shack it shack like yeah, yeah. shack like buildings um kenya definitely seems to be like the most like affected by this like wow where are we what is this and the the men are like it's not decent living by any means this is not life so mm-hmm. um and yeah it's you know it's just it's their life it's where they're from uh he one of the guys also says i'm sure you have shacks like this overseas which i thought was interesting because i was like i don't know if he just means like low-income areas or if he means like literal shacks because we don't really have we don't have shacks we have like yeah yeah we have small air like small houses yeah small trailers but really not not so much like neighborhoods of shacks. No, not since like the Great Depression, really, when they right. had shanty towns. But mm-hmm. that's not really a thing anymore. I, who knows? Maybe yeah. California will be like that eventually because housing is so freaking expensive there. Um, oh my god! But but yeah, it's not really a thing. So I was wondering if he really just didn't realize that this is not everywhere in the world, or if he yeah. just was thinking low income. I don't know. I was just, I thought that was interesting. Just like a note about yeah his viewpoint. That on is the world. curious. Yeah. So they get to a nice community center in the township, which has mm-hmm. this like stadium-like seating stage. It's the home of the jazz art dance theater, and they're going to teach the girls rhythm and dance. And Kaylin <laughs> is just immediately like, "Oh no!" Oh, Kaylin and Brittany are not... both, yeah, yeah, they're, they're both of them. Kaylin a little more so, but yeah, Brittany is also. I think Brittany's like, "I know I'm a bad dancer. I'm just going to kind of own it." Kaylin's like stressing hardcore about being yeah. A bad Brittany dancer. is like cringing at the thought of herself doing this, and Kaylin is like pissed Having at the thought down. of herself doing this. She just seems so. She was like, "Oh, this is going to be terrible from the very start." She was talking about how she just gives up when things get hard, but then she did a really good job on her dance. Yep, and Brittany points it out that Kaylin always says that she does a terrible job and like is so worried and, and it's like I didn't do good, and then she job. she does a really good job. Yeah. yeah, I thought she did probably the second best after Naima. Yeah, I thought in so terms too. of her dancing, it was very like artsy. Like she felt mm-hmm. like she was getting into it. And also, I was like, so you didn't give up, Kaylin. You tried your hardest. No, you still cause... did it. It's not like you cried and were like, I can't do it. Like, that didn't happen. Yeah. And Brittany was just straight up bad. Oh, <laughs> like, Brittany was terrible. Was terrible. But you know what? She just was like, I suck at this. And hopefully this yeah. doesn't come up in my modeling career. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it won't really. It won't, so it's fine. And then she does a little shimmy. Did you see that? She, she does. <laughs> when she comes out, she shimmies. And I was like, and Not part drink. of, yeah. definitely don't think they taught you that. I don't think that's, yeah. <laughs> the teach didn't see that move being taught. That's uh, 1920s white lady shit, so. <laughs> yeah. 1920s white lady in like a, <laughs> what were those things called? Like a burlesque show or something? The, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the tassels. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Kayla, though, is totally out of her element. Naima is totally in her element and looks Oof. is learning the dance. Looks amazing from the very start. Has picked it up, picks it up immediately. Oh yeah, she's looks a dancer. Great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's a good dancer too. Yeah, so she, she is. She knows what she's doing. It's totally her thing. They never even tried to make it seem like she might not win. <laughs> they were just like, oh, I mean, why bother? You know, I know like, it was kind of we, we weren't going to be fooled. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Kenya though is you know very touched by this entire experience. Uh, she says she's where she's where her people are. She feels empowered. She's gonna really bring it in her dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a little issue with because her jeans are really tight. 
she said that she was like she's like i'm gonna bring it but my jeans are tight which i thought was funny <laughs> gosh foiled by 2000s fashion God damn it. my low-rise no, jeans are too tight yeah <laughs> I like, and then after, before the performance, the girls were sitting down with some of the dancers and instructors. And when the instructors asked, is this your first time in Africa? Mm-hmm. Kenya says, yes. And she says, it's good to come here. And now that, not that it's more important to me than them because they're not black, but. <laughs> so here and it starts. I actually was, yeah. I actually think that it is totally understandable and appropriate for her to be like, it does mean more to me because it yeah. does mean more to her than Brittany or Kaylin for, for sure. sure yeah I mean she's coming to the home of her ancestors like that's a big deal like yeah. even if I went to like Ireland or something I'd be like oh wow this is so it's cool that my same. family came from <laughs> Ireland you know what I mean like you if you're going to a place where you're from like where you're your lineage well, is from that's going to be an, an important moment for you it w- yeah and it'll be important but it's very different when it's like it's di- you know, it's more it, it's there's it's more a lot more to it when you're saying history behind it yeah it's a different history behind it whereas mm-hmm. i if i go to my ancestors homes it's like we got to america we did it we went yeah, on we, like, of our we own wanted to go to america versus yeah. like i was taken from this i was land. kidnapped from my home and taken yeah. to be enslaved in this land and it here just, i am back where like i could yeah. have been all this time it, right. i'm sure it's a really emotional right but yeah, we don't Great understand experience. it. And yeah, and, and I don't it think it should mean more to her. Exactly. Yeah. And Kaylin and Brittany are yeah. It's the issue that she it the only problem with it is that she says they're not black and Naima's yeah. over here like I'm, I'm black. black. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's like in the corner. Feels so bad. Yeah, she's like in the back of the classroom, <laughs> just like hello. And I was like, I'm sure it means a lot to Naima too. Exactly. The thing. Yeah. Um, and I felt really bad for her that she's just being left out of this. And then I feel bad for her because like, I feel good for I. I'm good with Kenya, like being mm-hmm. the the woman that she's speaking to. It's like, well, welcome home, sister. And I'm sure that was a great wonderful moment for Kenya and I'm so glad she had to have that moment got to have that moment but I feel bad that Naima didn't get to have that moment too you know yeah just, yeah I feel bad it was just rough because when we home. say it when we say it was the Kenya show meaning Kenya was watching the Kenya show like yeah. she was the protagonist in this story that she's watching it was one of those situations where everything was like about how special she was for being there. And she was not thinking about Naima at all. Like, yeah. as someone that was also, pro- could share this experience with her. Well, she doesn't like, even really seem to consider Naima she black. She doesn't think Naima's actually black, which yeah. is interesting. Uh- <laughs> We've had so much, I feel like Top Model has been really bad on like multiracial erasure. <laughs> like, with April, yeah. it was with Janice was people. like, yeah. You, you got to claim one of these. You are Asian and you God. are you should embrace it and then here we have basically the opposite with just like totally ignoring like Kenya's or not Kenya's Naima's blackness and yeah, like which, her history. Yeah. Um she tells us that her father is black and Mexican Indian and her mother is black and Irish. So. Yeah. Um and yeah, we also know that Naima comes from a family that is very connected to their African-American 
heritage because right. her grandmother that's like what her grandmother's art is centered around yeah mm-hmm. and so that's obvious it's obviously like an important part of her family's yeah. culture so i just felt really bad for naima that just because she's quiet yeah. she didn't get the yep no acknowledge no recognition the recognition for, and yeah. like she didn't get to feel and i feel like she probably didn't feel comfortable like being sticking her hand up and being like hey it means something yeah. to me too I just so. felt like I yeah I felt like Kenya could have well a accepted Naima as a black woman uh, yeah <laughs> but also b just like celebrated with Naima that you're back in you know yeah it could have been a really there. cool moment yeah, for them they could have bonded I don't know yeah it could have been it could have been nice for them to talk about it and everything and I don't yeah I, it could have been nice to that- share it with someone. And I don't no, know, this no. might, this is probably Naima's first time in Africa too. I'm sure like this could have, yeah, could have been a really great big moment for her. I feel bad that like her first experience, she felt kind of like yeah. ignored and it just sucks. Cause like this welcomed. episode does, you know, it casts a shadow over Naima's experience here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I felt bad, really bad for Naima in here, but I all I'm, I'm so glad that Kenya got to have this experience. It's just, mm-hmm. I wish Naima would have had it too. That's it. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the dance challenge occurs, like we said, uh, everyone, we already gave our thoughts on how people did. Naima obviously yeah. does great. Kenya does pretty good and Kaylin does good and Brittany does bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Miss there. The overview. To judge. He oh, comes yes. in dancing. Ooh, in that high cut <laughs> skirt. improv dancing. Yes. Oh yeah. His legs look great. His All legs, legs. Always look great though. Mm. Like. So long. So, so well moisturized. <laughs> yeah, more like so smooth. They're so like shiny and smooth looking. Mm-hmm. Much more so than mine. So he probably has really nice sheets too. So like when he goes to sleep, <laughs> it's just so soft in there. Like yeah, you know what I mean, you mm-hmm. know that feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't. Are. I haven't shaved in a long time, but I'm <laughs> sure it feels great. Winter time. We don't care. Even mm-hmm. if it wasn't winter time, who cares? Just I was gonna say I admit like years. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, do whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Miss J. Miss J has definitely <laughs> freshly shaved though. Oh yeah. Can... Waxed, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh yeah. The Naima wins, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh and then she, she gets, gets twenty extra. She gets 30. thirty. Yeah. Thirty extra frames is her reward, which is a great probably the best reward you can get. Other Although than, <laughs> other than physical diamonds or that's cash true. money. Right. I'm forgetting. <laughs> Um, in terms of getting farther into the competition, sure, this is a nice reward. Although sometimes they hold it over the girl's head. They're like, you still didn't get a good photo and you got these extra frames. <laughs> Boot you off. But Naima didn't need that for the frames as we see she later. Didn't. She did well. Yeah. And I was also kind of like, so you're going to give the best dancer the extra frames on the shoot that is based around dancing. I don't know. It was that's kind of so fair. This was, yeah, they didn't really paint. I don't think they painted a very accurate picture of how unfair this all was. Yeah. But. And they do this fun little game where the winner of the extra frames gets to give more frames to the next girl. She whoever she so chooses. Frames. Yeah. So uh, get 30 frames. Then you give somebody 20 frames. And, and then, then that, that person, person gives, gives somebody 10, 10 frames. Frame. And then somebody gets no frames. Like a loser. Like mm-hmm. a loser excluded nerd that no one likes. And what does Naima do, even though she's really good friends with Kaylin? She gives the frames to Kenya. Why? And at first, I was like, oh, this is so sweet. Naima's like, this this whole experience being in Africa means a lot to Kenya. I'm going to give her the extra frames. But no, Naima's no, no, coming no. at it from pure strategy. 
I, it was just such a left turn because at the very top of the episode, Naeem is just like, Kaylin's been my best friend through the whole <laughs> Yeah, and she didn't. And she totally backstabs her. It was... <laughs> It was so quiet. It was Kaylin. sneaky. <laughs> she, yeah, she gives Kenya the extra frames because she's like, Kaylin doesn't need the extra frames because Kayla's a good model. She's like, Kenya will suck anyway. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Kenya. And the the worst part of it is is that when Kenya gets the extra frames, she doesn't come at it from a strategy standpoint. She comes at it from the standpoint that Kaylin wishes Naima came at it from. It's like, yep. and I'm going to give these frames to my BFF Brittany. <laughs> So Brittany gets 10 frames and mm-hmm. then she has to tell, like Jay tells her to yeah, tell Naima. Yeah, you get to tell Kayla. And then thank God for Brittany is very sweet and is like, you don't need them. It's okay. She gives her a hug. But Kaylin is. She just, takes it hard. She's like bewildered. This is hard for Kaylin this. too, this episode. Like yeah, she, <laughs> she does not like confrontation. We know this. No. And she does not like this feeling of being on the outside at all. Like Mm -mm. you can tell this is some, it's like it triggers her in some way. She starts crying a lot. She's really upset, kind of wanders off and people are like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she's like, nothing. I'm fine. But she talks to the camera and she's not fine. She's upset. And she feels like it's a personal attack on her and Mm -hmm. it's not, but Naima was not the most considerate (laughs) and maybe should have explained this to Caitlin. Yeah, she didn't really. We didn't see her explaining herself to Caitlin. Caitlin was just like under the impression that everyone hates her now because of this. This is a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, She was like, they want to get me out of here. Yeah. She thought that it was like a a plot to get Caitlin out, which in some ways Naima did have coming was coming into it. It, Caitlin is my competition. So Caitlin... (laughs) Sorry, bud, but I'm not giving you those frames. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have helped if she had explained it. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. To Kaylin. But uh, I was like, I wonder how... Does Naima feel no guilt of this? She didn't seem to care, really. We I don't was address like, it, do we? No. I And Kaylin forgives her, I guess, because I think they remain friends to this day. So it didn't really Or maybe Kaylin long... just hangs on to that quietly for a while. Those frames, those frames. Mm. It would have been different if she got booted off at the end of this episode, but she didn't. So well, yeah, um, she does lose to Naima in the end, though, and you know, yeah, but oof, it always ouch. goes back to those ouch. frames. Yeah. <laughs> That's I had why just she had the twenty extra frames. Yeah. Okay, so the girls after this is over get to go on this totally cool, like out of character field trip for America's Next Top Model. They meet a man. They go to a place called Robin Island. Mm-hmm. And they meet a man named Modisa Pocavena, I think. Pocavana. Um, but Modisa is his first name. And he is a former prisoner of this island because this was like a political prison at one point. Mm-hmm. And he, according to, I've found, he's written some books about his experience. Um, so he was an involved activist in the student uprising in South mm-hmm. Africa in 1976, 1977. And he was arrested and remained in the jail without trial for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And he was subjected to severe torture and interrogation day and night. And he Whew. was in there. I think the same time Nelson Mandela was there also a political prisoner mm. and Nelson Mandela was one of his mentors. And uh, this uh, Modisa guy helped get him elected. So nice. This guy who's had a 
a long history, uh, a really interesting hero, basically. Like he's a big, it's kind of a big deal that they're having this man who actually lived in this political prison show them around. Like for it's, sure, it's yeah, pretty neat that they got this experience. It's it's pretty amazing, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, they have tours here, but I'm sure you don't get to just go around as, like, it's completely empty when they're there. They're the only mm-hmm. ones there. They have an, a man that actually was in prison there showing yeah, it's them around. Very, it's, a, it's intimate, this environment, like, how they're doing this tour. Yeah, it's a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was really neat that, I guess, Tyra was like, I find this important and I want yeah. them to experience this. It was totally not, it wasn't supposed to be for drama. It did turn into some drama. But it was supposed to be just like, here you go. Like, here's this cool, like, I want you to experience this history, I guess, and to yeah. learn about it. It was really neat that they got to do this. And, you know, he shows them around. He shows them the the prison that Nelson Mandela was in prison for 18 shows, years. Shows cell. Yeah. Which, um, little history about Nelson Mandela, if you want to know, cause not uh, pretty much no one. It seemed, seemed to know who he was out of the girls. I don't think, I mean, I don't know. You know, you know, what's crazy. I was substitute teaching, uh, when I was 19 at the high school Yeah, and I was teaching a class and I, the, the assignment that was laid out for the day was, a. Uh, Nelson Mandela like writing something about Nelson Mandela and I just remember being like who knows who Nelson Mandela is and like nobody knew who Nelson Mandela was and I was like you've never seen Invictus (laughs) I mean I haven't either but okay but yeah (laughs) have you seen America's Next Top Model yeah anyone no (laughs) yeah but no it is it's kind of bizarre how many people don't know who he is or it's yeah, it's surprising, but at the same time, he's not, like, an American historical figure. So yeah, I can understand why, like, the history of South Africa and apartheid isn't really taught in American schools. That's true, yeah. So I understand why a lot of the girls didn't seem to know who he was. Um, mm-hmm. Let's give a brief, brief overview. He was the first black head of state of South Africa and the first to be elected in a fully representative democratic election. And he helped end or ended apartheid for South mm-hmm. Africa, which kind of a very rudimentary explanation of that is that there was a majority white government that ruled over South Africa for years and years and instituted forcibly segregated white and black people. Uh, so big deal. Apartheid was terrible. Nelson Mandela is the hero that helped end it. He's the man. Or ended yep. it. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, but... Brittany is annoyed because <laughs> Kenya wasn't sure if Nelson Mandela was alive or dead. She didn't know who he was. However, so, is this not reasonable? The Mandela effect. Like, is that, that's you, not what the Mandela effect is it? Isn't it? Where like people vividly remember like Nelson Mandela's funeral, like being broadcast. Oh, and, maybe like, it the, is the Mandela effect. Yeah, Mandela that's effect. why it's called the Mandela effect because oh. the, in the late 80s, all these people have this vivid, specific memory of seeing Nelson Mandela's funeral. At, he died in prison. And oh. yeah, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. So we can, we can talk about that sometime. So this goes deep that <laughs> oh, Kenya didn't cool. know if he was There's, alive or dead. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't think about it until I was watching this episode again. And then I was like, oh, you know, that's a thing. That's like a thing. So maybe it's not 
she's not so stupid or so yeah, crazy. Maybe she's for... just like the collect. She remembers exactly. this alternate reality. Yeah. And here we are getting Brittany's we're getting just like, angry Psh. at her. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, she didn't know Nelson Mandela was alive or dead. But really, she's just, you know, she lives she's in this just alternate confirming. reality. And yeah. Just, yeah. That's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know that it went so deep. It goes deep. Is, There's so many things like it too. It's not just that. There's yeah, like Berenstain other things. Versus Berenstain. Ooh, that one's good too. That's a big yeah. Mandela effect thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is wow. I didn't even think about this. Okay, yeah, a little token there. So yeah. maybe this is even more reasonable than it seems. Like I didn't even care that she didn't know if he was alive or dead. To be honest, like and yeah, I don't think no. Brittany did either. To be honest, it was just that how it hit later. <laughs> she cared about yeah, yeah, because Brittany when she asked Kenya or Kenya asked Brittany. It wasn't, is Nelson Mandela alive or dead? And then there's a definitively overdubbed mm-hmm. thing of Britney saying, yeah. I don't think she said yeah in that moment. Yeah, you wonder if Britney even knew. <laughs> I don't really know. And I kind of don't think Britney knew if Nelson Mandela was alive or dead. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's al- he was the, alive yeah. at the time. He's mm-hmm. dead now, but alive at the time. Uh, so... So, yeah, oh yeah, to clarify like, all that. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, <laughs> confusing he was everyone. alive uh, <laughs> at this time. As I don't think Brittany knew. I don't think Kenya knew. I don't know if Caitlin or Naima knew. They didn't really talk about it. They weren't involved in the whole. Is he alive? They were in. Inge- they were taking it in. Yeah, as they opposed were pre- to like talking over the experience <laughs> with your friends. That's true. I mean, I feel like it's not so bad being like, is he alive? like i don't know i mean i guess not yeah yeah it's was, it's yeah she wasn't like you screaming like is this man alive or, like she wasn't like <laughs> Brittany on the safari she was like whispering like is he, is he alive or dead um she's trying to be respectful yeah but i didn't agree i thought just britney was pretty ignorant this entire episode i guess is how i mm-hmm. would describe it I don't think it really matters if Kenya knew if Nelson Mandela was alive or dead. I don't think it matters to the emotion she had from seeing inside his cell and learning about him. No, I mean, Brittany takes didn't a, know that doesn't mean. Yeah, Br- <laughs> Brittany takes a lot of leaps in like assumptions with she does. the way that Kenya responds to everything. Yeah, I think she's just annoyed that Kenya is like having like a, a understandably an understandable an understandable moment in South Africa where she's you know, feels really connected to it and really emotional to it. And Brittany is just doesn't get it. And so she's yeah, kind of because it's not for her to get like, yeah, yeah. She just doesn't understand. And mm-hmm. she feels like Kenya is being uppity about it. But Kenya's not being uppity about it. Kenya's just experiencing it. She's just, yep, expressing herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it probably plays into she has other things she's annoyed with Kenya about. Like yeah they keep intermingling like we keep finding like these other things that are irritating but we're gonna make it also about how i'm mad because we get it you're black and that's where all the problems come in yeah and and just going off again about why it just i don't think it's a big deal if she knows if he's if he was alive or dead like i feel like she was just connect she was learning this history and it's like a history that she can probably relate to or feel affected by because the history of apartheid in South Africa is I mean you can there is echoes of that in mm-hmm. American mm-hmm. black history with Jim Crow laws there's segregation in the United States for a long time there were laws institutional laws you know separating white people from black people in other parts of the United States like this is and she's hearing about a man 
who wanted to change that just like yeah, who single-handedly like inspired a nation to yeah. yeah there's civil rights figures in america who wanted to change jim crow laws. like she's learning something that she can very easily connect to her mm-hmm. like american history and just i feel like she probably gets it that black people were being discriminated against in south africa i feel like she can understand that and i think be she emotional can process it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah it's totally understandable so mm-hmm. and when she gets then we get to the cell and there's this thing where there's the key to the cell and i guess this doesn't happen only one often. person can hold the key and open the cell which was like really only one person can't we yeah, just like have one it. person open it go in then shut it can't again they, and have can you open it and then yeah they could have just done that i was like it's they not... could have held it together and turned it together true but... oh, that's another thing like why couldn't we just united the share the key <laughs> yeah i don't get it um but yeah, so they make a big deal out of one person is going to open the cell door and Naima just kind of happens to be she's standing closer <laughs> right in front of him and she yeah. reaches out her hand and gets to take the key and open it. And it's a very emotional experience for her mm-hmm. and she really appreciated it. And Brittany later, like Kenya is in the cell and crying, mm-hmm. seemingly just emotionally affected by the experience of being in the cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Brittany jumps to like a conclusion that... Kenya is crying because she didn't get to open the cell and it's like she never said that or yeah, expressed Brittany, that. Brittany has like no idea that this is before a lot of people were telling people to stay in their lane yeah. and like I feel like this is why people started saying things like that. Mm-hmm. Brittany is just totally clueless this entire episode. Yeah. Basically. And just assuming things. Like, I feel bad that Kenya gets, like, assumed that she's somehow mad at Naima for getting to open the cell. She'd never expressed that. And that was never a thing that yeah, she no. was angry about. Um, And, I mean, we do get, like, in, in the interview, Kenya saying, because they, they just put it in the spot. I don't really think of Naima as black. She does say that, but it wasn't necessarily in reference to getting to open the cell. Um, and then they kind of like splice together and I just don't see that in her. I don't even know if that was in reference. I don't, yeah. To, we have no way, no way of knowing if that was like exactly what she yeah, said. This is heavily bite. edited, whatever. Um, but in Naima, like we said, has, this is a very important experience for her. She says she's not the typical black girl, but, um, you know, it still means a lot to her. And yeah, so she talks about how it means a lot to her. Mm-hmm. And that was really it. That was, that was the experience. Well, Naima did say, I'm really cell. glad it was me who got the key because yeah, clearly, she says that later. Yeah. When, yeah. when Kenya and Brittany start arguing over it. Oh God. Cause Brittany accuses Kenya of being selfish. Mm-hmm. And then Naima, when they're having their little screaming match, Naima's like, I'm really glad I had the experience to open the cell <laughs> because obviously they wouldn't appreciate it as much as I do. <laughs> Which, yeah, I don't, I feel like Kenya would have appreciated it, but, you know. They're different people. They're just yeah, all different people. They're just, they're so different. <laughs> what was interesting is that after mm-hmm. this very, this great moment where they get to go to Robin Island and experience this and learn about apartheid, they go straight to a shoot where it is set in the 1940s when apartheid was still happening and that the girls are going to be dressed, portraying wealthy tourists in Africa. 
did they not see the connection? They're like, apartheid was terrible. Nelson Mandela. <laughs> also, we're going to put you in the clothes of the time period of apartheid, and you were going to be wealthy tourists traveling to Africa, benefiting probably from Dancing apartheid. with the tribal folk. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, do you not see what you just did? <laughs> and how this does not seem appropriate. I just totally... And I feel like no one ever talks about this. Like they we don't. all talk about the black. Yeah. So I was like, this also felt kind this of. This is really weird. <laughs> alarm bells are kind of going off in my head. Like, really, we're gonna. What a backwards ass ass backwards <laughs> show this is. Yeah, it was. I don't know if they would even. I feel like this is the thing. Like blackface, I could definitely not see them doing in a season today. This mm, is the kind of thing could that I could this. still see them doing, and then them getting actual backlash with. this time around yeah no i think okay. they would still get backlash but i just think okay. that like it would be kind of a thing where they'd be like oh shoot we didn't even think about that Ooh. and it's like you didn't because i'm seeing it i don't know um just a spectator over here again yeah they should be listening to the podcast in case they're rebooting because we've got a lot of good advice good pointers yeah here. can you hire us as consultants on the yeah. show um, researchers, research assistants, yeah. <laughs> let you know what you've done wrong in the past. Yes. To fix uh, the maybe we're not the people to, to do that. It's hmm. <laughs> two white people, but hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. But we'll, we'll support the effort if you do that <laughs> with other people besides us. Um, yeah. But the, in addition to portraying this 1940s utopia where nothing was wrong in South Africa in the 1940s, uh, they're going to be on an ostrich farm, which is kind of great. Awesome. I was excited about that. I was like, hell yep. yeah. Didn't know they had ostrich farms. Here what do they are. do with the ostriches on the farms? <laughs> do they get the eggs or do they, do they get ostrich eggs? Ostriches? Yeah, I mean, I think both, Danielle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the girls are going to be uh, in the shoot. Of course, it's dancing, so of course, Kaylin freaks out. Um, and then Jay is like, oh, and you're going to be doing it with sexy male. Three hot guys is what he says, actually. <laughs> sexy <laughs> male. I was going to be like sexy male models, but it just says three yeah. hot guys. Mm-hmm. Not even models, just hot guys, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> who knows who they are? They're just hot. Yeah. They come out in their low-rise jeans. Their shirts are already off. <laughs> even though that's not even what they're wearing in the... They're nope. just like, here, come out without your shirts on, please. Um, and this is where we meet Bertini. Bertini. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Bertini, from the jump, is just being a little flirty. Too much. With specifically Kenya, it seems. He definitely seems mm-hmm. to has, have his eye on Kenya. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks if the girls have been clubbing. He wants to go out with them. Kenya... Kenya at first seems receptive to Bertini, like just either wants to get to know him or is just friendly she's, with Bertini. She's you're yeah, because you're innocent him. until proven guilty in uh, America. And uh, when you talk to people, that's how you treat them a lot of the time is like, yeah, you're cool until you're not, you know? Yeah, which is fair. I think that's how we should all be is treat yeah. people with respect and kindness. Exactly. Until they which is what, get creepy, yeah. which is what exactly. Kenya does. Which is what Kenya does. And I get it. <laughs> because at first, these things he's saying are totally fine. She mm-hmm. says he likes his name. He seems interesting. Um, but then he asks for her number, which is, you know, okay, still, I'm like, whatever. But then he wants to take a picture of her with his cell phone. That is weird. Ooh. 
That is so bizarre. I was like, yeah, that would have pushed you gonna me do with right that photo? over. What your, are you going to do with it? Your your phone camera, huh? Yeah, camera don't phone. like that. Hmm. Uh, so you can just look at it anytime, huh? Yeah. yeah you could just keep it forever. Just keep it. You could send it to people. You could do things to it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, It's just so, it's weird. I I don't know. I think I'm going to opt out. I'm a model. You can find pictures. Yeah, Uh, right. You don't have to. Why do you need one for your personal? (laughs) I'm sure you're going to get a print of this for your portfolio anyway. So. Yeah, Yeah, it was super weird. (laughs) And then he asked for a massage from her. That's really weird. Yeah. And I mean, the way it was edited, it did make it seem like he said just one thing right after another. Like, and you're just like, Jesus. But even if he didn't, it was still like, those were weird things to say. It was still obviously creepy. And it's disappointing how Kenya's the only one uncomfortable. Like, well, he's really targeting it towards her, really. He's not asking the other girls for photos. No, no, I'm saying it's disappointing that like no one else is uncomfortable with the way he is treating Kenya or with what he is saying to Kenya because it's creepy. Kaylin is even like, hey, Bertini wants a massage from you. No, no, Kaylin. Yeah, not fun. (laughs) Not a fun thing to joke about. I'm good. Yeah. Um, before we get into the rest of Bertini and Kenya, just a note that like Kenya is eating fries and they once again are talking about her body and they do this side by side comparison of her from like the beginning of the competition to what she looks like now. And it's her in a bikini on the beach, just chilling, relaxing. And they're like, wow, look how big she's gotten since the auditions. And it was just so terrible and mean and like, it's totally unflattering video of her like yeah of course it's i'm sure there are photos and videos where kenya looks fantastic but you it's choose just this, like, like this episode where they choose the best and worst photo like they are capable it just makes yeah. you realize they're capable of manipulating things or like selecting mm-hmm. the footage that makes you look the worst when they want you to look the worst yeah for sure and it also just reminded me of those like pap shots where paparazzi will get photos of celebrities oh, on vacation in their swimsuits and be like look how big they are and it's like yeah these people are on vacation they've probably been drinking all day having a great time eating delicious yeah, food fuck off man <laughs> they probably don't even do that often because they're like have willpower and shit but here they are on vacation mm-hmm. it's their time to eat good food drink a little bit and then you're here taking a photo of them on the beach while they're just relaxing it's while they're so trying rude. to eat their dessert uh in their low uh low sitting beach chair I know. Please just, fuck off. It's I'm the worst. To eat some tiramisu and on the beach. And you think Tyra would be sensitive to it since she's gotten pat photos of her at the beach where people yeah. have made fun of her body. And but, but no, no, but no, 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 no. Kenya, <laughs> we'll just show Kenya here before and after. Yes. Yeah. It was so rude. I was just like another like cherry on the top. Of just the, another thing against treatment Kenya in this Kenya. episode. Yep. God. Um. So first, Kenya isn't the first one to shoot with Bertini and the rest of the guys. Naima's mm-hmm. the first one to shoot. Mm-hmm. And I did find it interesting, though, that Bertini is being really handsy with Naima, probably just as much as he was with Kenya. He is the only male model who touches all of the women when they are in the photo shoots together. Yeah, he was, like, touching her stomach a lot. Mm-hmm. Her, like, thighs, I it think, seemed, at one point. seemed maybe. a little gropey. Yeah. And Naima, though, is not uncomfortable. Naima is in the moment dancing. Yeah. Haven't she seems fine? I right. Well, she's, she's also about this. She doesn't. She didn't feel creeped out 
by Bertini. As she personally. probably has also been with male dancers before, though, too. You know what I mean? True. And that's very intimate, like dancing with somebody. So that's true. in her brain, she was probably like, it's performative. And I'm not even thinking about that. Like right now, I'm just thinking about what I look like. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. So it, but I did find it interesting is like here we have Bertini being handsy, but it not being because Naima doesn't feel violated. It's not mm-hmm. really a violation. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I, felt like- I think, I think that, yeah, it's not, if she's okay with it and she's comfortable, then that's fine. And yeah, it's all about if Naima comfortable yeah. with right. this behavior. But with Kenya, she sets out her boundaries from the very beginning when it's Kenya's turn. She's like, I don't really want, I want you guys to respect my, my space. She, she says goes, something, very, she's very explicit about giving oh, her space it, on the it, shoot. It actually irritates me. Yeah. In this, in this episode, yeah, they get onto Kenya like in panel about this because they're like, you got to be charming and like, you know, tell them to you tell them to back off. yeah like you gotta just make sure they understand they need to back up but do it in a playful way so there's no tension in the air no static and kenya tires does this kenya does this she takes this advice and like before she she even got it yes she she set her boundaries she did that she said hey back up now i need some space i gotta work it like she did the thing that which is dumb advice, in my opinion. Like, if you're uncomfortable, oh, yeah. it's not you just say cool you're uncomfortable. Say yeah. yeah. And, um, but she does do that. And then she gives it the old college try. But Bertini doesn't take that hint at all. When like, she tells him, give me space, he starts treating her just like he treated Naima, like really close to her, touching her a lot. Um, and what I think really sets Kenya over the edge on this is that she he's making grunting noises. He's moaning. And what the moaning hell? and she understandably feels pretty uncomfortable by that. Um and yeah, I think it's I think that's what makes us different. I mean, I think just in general it should be just about the comfort of the other person. If the other person feels uncomfortable, then it's not cool and we should change something about the situation. Right. Um And it's the fact, too, that he flirted with her a lot beforehand, was asking Mm -hmm. her inappropriate questions beforehand. I think that's what played into it, also being more of, like, her feeling uncomfortable. And then Mm -hmm. the moaning and grunting, which I don't know if Naima experienced, but... Yeah, I don't know. We don't know if the other girls experienced any moaning, but... Yeah, I don't think... Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think Naima... Naima has been interviewed about this, and I'm pretty sure she said that, like, she didn't feel... Like, no one else felt uncomfortable about Bertini's behavior. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if he was making noises. Um, but see, yeah, but it's just like, yeah, but it isn't the point that, like, nobody felt... Nobody else felt uncomfortable. It's like, Kenya felt uncomfortable, and that should have been taken seriously. Yeah. And it sure. wasn't. Yeah. And um, I thought it was really shady that they didn't they didn't put in any audio of him grunting or moaning like on oh, the show didn't. like oh. we didn't get to hear it and it's like why didn't you oh, show I thought us they did. how it sounded they, oh, okay i thought they did but maybe i don't remember hearing i'm it. misremembering i don't know and i thought that was kind of like shady editing like we didn't get to actually hear him right you know making these noises that made kenya feel uncomfortable so it didn't seem mm-hmm. as bad from mm-hmm. like the viewer's perspective mm-hmm so they should have put it in if they did it. I don't know. It's just to show the truth of the situation. But yeah. here's where, like, Kenya is doing everything she can mm-hmm. for her to be known that this is not okay. She stops the shoot. She looks very unti- uptight, her body language. She, 
She starts off by saying, I know it's not about being comfortable, I as though know. they were prefaced before this shoot to be like, now listen, don't get wrapped up in being okay with it. Um, you're <laughs> it not going to be, they're going to harass you. Yeah. Um, you're going to get harassed all the time in this industry. We don't care. It's just going to happen. Um so really get over that. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it, it, it actually is about you feeling comfortable. You it actually is all about that. Yeah. Everyone on this set should feel comfortable. Everyone, mm-hmm. including you. But they Kenya. even the way they edit it is to make Kenya feel stupid. Like it's like when she comes out and says, I feel uncomfortable, the whole set is just like, ugh. Like, yeah, this is so, so annoying. Yeah, they're just like, this is an annoying delay with this shoot. Like, can we please? Yeah, and they seem to come at it from on? the standpoint of, well, you don't, it doesn't look inappropriate from my perspective. So they, therefore, you can't be feeling uncomfortable because we're all here watching and it seems fine from our angle. So to me, to me, it felt like Jay was kind of saying like, you can't feel uncomfortable. There's 50 people here. He can't rape you right here. Yeah. Like, don't feel too threatened is how I took that, which, you know, may not be at all how that was meant. But that was where my brain jumped. Like, oh, oh OK. Yeah. Like, yeah, great. And it's like, no, she's literally telling you she does feel uncomfortable. This isn't working. This is not good. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, keep it rolling. Keep it moving. And Kenya is forced basically to finish the shoot. Yeah. And it's like what sh- and Jay finally at least says, just yeah. please don't touch Kenya or the other girls which is something, but what right. they should and have done I is just removed him from the set. And as yeah, soon I don't, as Kino just felt uncomfortable, it's like, okay, Bertini, let's let's get you off. Yeah. Let's get you There's off. There's two other male models. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be fine. Yeah. It's like Kino doesn't feel comfortable. They should have just had a one-on-one and be like, Kino doesn't feel uncomfortable. I don't know if you meant to make her feel uncomfortable, but she doesn't feel comfortable. So we're just, I'm sorry, but we have to take you off. That you can't be in the shot with Kenya mm-hmm. and maybe consider if you didn't mean to feel uncomfortable apologize with us watching because <laughs> you don't want to have an apologize <laughs> in private but yeah it should have been something like that i think that would have been fair to everyone yeah and no they don't they don't let that happen they just let it keep on going and Kenya yeah. very clearly she's crying at one point when she's yeah. not during like while she's well, doing the shoot or like but when she stopped the shoot and when she was talking about how uncomfortable she felt she was literally crying she was crying because she was yeah she was violated and she was like i'm gonna have to stop the shoot and apparently that's not okay like apparently i'm wrong like for being uncomfortable here and that's just so fucked up it was very gross how this was all handled yeah i felt terrible jay came off terribly yeah no one came off good um kenya was interviewed so oliver twix interviewed her and it was a short interview but i'm pretty sure she said like I've after this, I've been a professional model and I've never had an experience like this. This would not happen on a real professional set. They would wow. listen to me and make sure I was comfortable. And that just did not happen here. And it was totally inappropriate. This is not how wow. it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just reflects really badly on the show and mm-hmm. the culture that they had. If they couldn't have respected her. Boundaries. I do. I wonder if like Tyra had been there on set and actually seen it while it was happening before panel maybe, maybe yeah. i wonder if she would have related more or maybe thought oh yeah that is a little that's much that's a little much but yeah i would have liked to and i think tyra might have taken kenya off the set and had a one-on-one conversation with her and asked her how she felt mm-hmm. i could see that happening mm-hmm. um i feel but like it, 
Yeah. Yeah, but because Jay's a guy, the photographer was a guy. She didn't really have like mm-hmm. a, a woman advocating for her in that moment. Yeah, so all the models are guys. It felt very like you're Honestly, on your own. Yeah, remember how Jay and that uh, other male photographer were saying weird things to Christina during the graveyard shoot, like the yeah, come here, big boy, like yeah. suck on these toes or whatever, <laughs> and uh. God. Yeah, so really, we just got another instance of, like, something that's really not okay happening on set, but somebody says something, and that's where, that's really not okay for you to say something. Yeah, if you're uncomfortable, just suck it up. So just, you know, swallow everything and repress it deep down. Yeah, it was bad, and after this, Kenya's upset, she's talking to the other girls, and the other girls just aren't very sympathetic, like, nope, no one... they don't give a shit. Even Naima's like, Eric Kenya's like, I'm gonna bring this up in panel, and if I have a bad photo, like, this is a reason why, and Naima's like, you shouldn't blame your bad photo on someone else. It's like, this was a really terrible thing that just happened to her. She can blame other people mm-hmm. and not feeling totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then even the whole... <sighs> culture of this was just so off because even Kaylin or Ke- even mm-hmm. not Kaylin, even Kenya was like oh Brittany's probably gonna enjoy it oh and yeah Brittany will probably Kenya was this. the one that was un- was like assaulted in the situation and she's saying she's even saying oh Brittany will be fine with this Brittany like, likes to like, be touched so here's how ingrained yeah. <laughs> like this kind of behavior like this misogynistic behavior is like the culture is mm-hmm. even Kenya, the girl that has been assaulted, is like kind of yeah. No, it's rape culture. Probably, yeah, rape culture. culture. That's what it's called. I was like, what am I even trying to say? Yeah, yeah, it's rape culture. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, it's just like even it's an institution. It's internalized. It's it's in there. It's all up here. Everything. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. so I don't totally one hundred percent blame Kenya for saying that or anything, but I just like I was just like it's just the whole culture of this is bad. Mm-hmm. As we can clearly see. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, again, Tyra at panel trying to tell Kenya, do it with a smile. Even Tyra, this female model, supposed to be about empowerment, is basically like saying grin and bear it. And it's messed up. It's gross. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully this wouldn't happen. I mean, things like this happen all the time. But hopefully on a f- TV show, this wouldn't happen. Uh, yeah, with so many people there to speak out about it. Right. So, um, another messed up thing is that <laughs> after the shoot is over, they're like, and now you're going to have to go to dinner with this man. Yeah, Kenya. what the fuck? Why did they make this happen? Like, why, why? You would think after that, they'd be like, let's just not do dinner. Let's maybe not. You would think. And we know that the producers basically allow these kind of things or and sometimes arrange them themselves. And mm-hmm. I kind of have a feeling that's what happened here. We didn't even get like I a... I kind of wonder if she was told that Bertini wouldn't be there because she is so surprised to see him when they get to dinner, even though yeah, he up. was a part of the original like invitation to go out. He was the one that asked everyone. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even get like a scene of the girls like texting the guys being like, hee hee, let's go to dinner. Like sometimes we do. It was just like, here you are at dinner with the men mm-hmm, that we've arranged mm-hmm. for you to have dinner with. And sorry, Kenya. Yep. And Kina, to her credit, is really outspoken, sticks up for herself, tells Bertini that he was fully moaning, and there's a line, and Mm -hmm. he says, was it a thin line? Her. No, it was a pretty thick line. (laughs) Him. And I cross it? Her. It was pretty darn thick. 
him. <laughs> I was trying to make the picture and notice he does not apologize. Yeah, no, no, for no. this at all. Just tries to justify. And then Brittany, again, ingrained, is like, you did good, Bertini. I didn't mind you at all. If I'm yeah. fine, Keenan is fine. Ugh. Yeah, no, he says, I was trying so to make bad. the picture hot. Oh, And I was like, bad. yeah, gross. I was like, gross. Like <laughs> That does not make it hot. Sorry. No. And yeah. But yeah, Brittany's just coming to Bertini's defense. Like, Yeah. And it was your friend. Brittany is like, your Keenan and Brittany are supposed to be really good friends. And here we go, Brittany. Ugh, it was so bad. I felt so bad for Kenya. This whole situation, it was mm-hmm. messed up. Um, and that's really it. I mean, the they get in an argument in the car, mm-hmm. Brittany and Kenya. Uh, they leave Bertini. Uh, Kenya doesn't have money to pay, so Brittany gets mad about that. Brittany in the car is basically like, you're selfish, Kenya. You didn't bring the money. You were selfish with the key. Um <laughs> Kenya. You're selfish because you cried when Naima put the key in Nelson Mandela's cell door, and I know that you're mad about it. Yeah, and I feel like Kenya's basically trying to say here, like, no, I like the way she's responding to Brittany makes it mm-hmm. sound like she's trying to say, oh, I didn't even, I wasn't mad with Naima getting to open the cell. Yeah. That wasn't my issue. Not even why I was crying. Yeah. And then she says, um, Brittany is brings up the fact that Kenya is saying this experience means more to her because she's black. And Kenya is like, this whole experience means more to me. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Cause I'm black. <laughs> like she finally, I was kind of proud of her that she finally got to say, yes, it does mean more to me. Cause I'm black. She wasn't yeah. like, trying to like tread lightly. She was you like, you don't have to have other reasons. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it does mean more to me. It does. Brittany. Um, God. So I'm, I'm glad she got to say that. But then Brittany is just, can't take the argument anymore. He goes, shut up. Oh, my God. And it screams is at Kenya as Kenya is sitting there. I think Brittany totally was. Totally insane. Yeah. I think Brittany was pretty intoxicated this night. They probably. don't point it out, but she is slurring when they get back to the house and they're arguing yeah. still. Yeah. yeah, probably. The look on Kenya's face, though, I was like, was kind of a great gifable moment like the this like devastation but like not devastation like no just like what the fuck like what did you just do Brittany that was insane that was her face what is wrong with you yeah like what (laughs) it was yeah it was a moment where Brittany kind of lost it and Kenya was just like I can't even argue with you anymore because that was just insanity yep (laughs) um they get to the hotel still arguing (sighs) Brittany. Kaylin, poor Kaylin is just crying in the corner. Kaylin's broken. <laughs> Kaylin is completely shattered to pieces in she this moment. Which yeah. I get it. Like I'm not like that, but I I know people like that. And it does make me it breaks my heart when people who like can't take yelling, like have yeah. to take yelling. Yeah, and, that's true. Cuz it's not fair. It sucks. Yeah, I felt bad for Caitlin. She was just mm-hmm. crying in the on the balcony, basically, while this was all. It has going nothing down. to do. Every it's literally she's like the one person all of this has nothing to do with in it anyway, and mm-hmm. she's just the one that is like suffering the most. Yeah, and Naima just seems to be kind of like waiting to get a word in, essentially. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. It does not work out. No. Because uh, when Brittany get, comes back, she's like, will you let me explain myself? She brings up the jail cell thing again. Kenya's like, that's what you thought I was mad. I wasn't. Um, and then Brittany's like, yeah, because you're black and she's to Naima, whatever, which was 
Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Not Fantastic. the best way to phrase that. Um, and Naima finally tries, finally gets a word in. We need to respect each other. We all have different cultures and experiences and maybe, and then Brittany with her loud mouth can't let Naima speak her mind and just interrupts Naima and mm-hmm. just Naima's like, God, I can't. Okay, fine. You don't want to hear me talk, oh, yeah. whatever. I'm disengaging. I'm leaving the I'm situation. fucking done. Yeah. And Kenya, to her credit, is kind of like, hey, Brittany, shut up. I'm trying to listen to Naima. I want to hear what Naima has to say. Like, she legitimately yeah. wants to hear Naima's point of view. Right. Which I thought was good Progress. that she was good. Yeah. asking about it. And I, I just don't, I don't think it's incumbent upon Naima to have to explain herself. But I did wish that we could have had an honest conversation with Naima in Kenya. And maybe we could have if Brittany hadn't been drunk and crazy and loud. Yeah. Maybe we could she have was had an just, honest conversation between Kenya yeah. and Naima about Naima feeling like she was being left out of this experience. And I think they could have because Kenya was like, I want to hear what you have to say. I do. I want to learn from you. We could have had a great moment, but we don't because Naima just can't take it anymore. And she's mm-hmm. just like, yep, I'm done. I want to move I don't on. Blame her. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And Kenya's like, okay, I guess, I guess we can move on. And that's yeah. really the end of it. Like that's just, it. It was kind of like get. Naima was like that key moment was just too precious to me for you guys to ruin it right now. Yeah. Please stop talking about it. Kenya's just like, yeah, I'm over the key moment too. Give me another example. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, it just keeps going. Yeah, it was. Um, that's real. I mean, they they don't really talk about it again, as far as nope. I know. Um, they put it to rest, and they, they respected do. Naima, I think, by being like, "Okay, just don't talk about it." Anymore. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about it. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, panel time. I guess panel. We got uh, Mandela and BB, and mm-hmm. the designers are. <laughs> we had- Kenya read Tyra mail to no one because everybody's pissed. So, was it Kenya or Brittany that read it? Kenya reads it. In oh the yeah, it was like Kenya, the living yeah. room, and then <laughs> and she just you, like it pans to the rest of the room, and there's no one there. <laughs> no one there except for like laundry. Yeah, <laughs> like, just clothes piled up on everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> At panel, their competition is to dance Dance. while there's these drum fucking dance drummers in the background more dancing and then when the music stops you pose and it's just so dumb yeah it was they liked kenya because kenya stepped out in front of everyone because kenya knows how to make an impression um she gets attention naima even though she's a great dancer kind of hangs out in the back and they don't think she does a good job so and britney's still a terrible dancer And, you oh. know, Kaylin's very, very awkward, you know, because she's on the spot. Like, she for wasn't sure. prepared for this. In my mind, I was like, Tiffany would hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany would be like, another damn week. Yeah. <laughs> of humiliation. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. I want to look at photos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can we mention that the judges come out and dance and oh, Janice yeah. is a terrible dancer? This is what I learned. Oh, I just noticed that Nole was a terrible dancer. I, here's what I noticed. These people telling these girls that they have no rhythm seem to have no rhythm. Oh, so have no rhythm. <laughs> yeah. No, Nole was dancing like how I would dance at a high school dance. Like <laughs> with these cheesy moves that you do when you can't dance. And you're just like, I want to be in on the fun. So you do 
dumb dumb things mm-hmm. like those Sprinkler little like shit. Yeah. what's the thing where you move your hands it's not a move yeah we I, when did we talk about this we talked about this before <laughs> serving serving, I, serving I guess I don't know how else to I'm describe serving it, it up mm, mm. yeah that's the kind know. of moves Nole was channeling he's <laughs> dancing uh yeah um photos yeah. we're starting with Brittany Brittany. yes um Brittany 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 they like like this photo I like this photo okay I'm not the biggest fan gotcha I think her face looks great Mm -hmm. she has a beautiful face as always Brittany always a serving face Mm -hmm. but I think her body is just awkward and like really gangly and it kind of looks like she's pushing out her torso yeah I don't like how she just like full on faced the camera with her torso and that's just like mm-hmm. that's the, what she's putting in the forefront of the mm-hmm. photo and her head is like kind of pretty far back so it looks kind of tiny it compared does. to the rest of her body I wasn't like a like a breadstick with a pea on top yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that I wasn't crazy about but I do think her face looks great yeah I think I just really like her outfit Honestly. She's beautiful. Oh yeah, she has a good outfit as well. <laughs> um, so you know, middling performance. Yeah. They like it. They love it. Yeah. So I mean, I like it, but it's definitely not Britney's best work. Yeah. There. There you go. And we got creepy Bertini right there with his his dingleberries all over. Whatever. Yeah. He doesn't. They all, none of the male models look good in these photos. Let's be honest. Mm. <laughs> They're props. At least most of them are not touching the girls. Yes, true, true. But God, Kenya's photo. Yeah, Kenya, he's really, he's got her thighs. He's grabbing her thigh. Yeah. Yeah. And she's trying to look unbothered. She really looks great in this photo. It's a fantastic picture. Yeah. Like she, her face is great. She looks totally unbothered. You wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to tell that she was uncomfortable in this this moment. Um, Mm -hmm. Looks very confident in herself. And. It's a good My angle only, for her. The only critique is how straight her arm is for me. Mm, a little more movement. Yeah, a little bit more movement in the arm. But you know, I can't blame her. Look at th- that grip on her her lower buttocks that he's yeah. got there. She's kind of being a little controlled there, I think. Really him. hanging on, wrinkling the fabric a little bit. Anyways. Yeah. Um. So she did well considering everything, and um. That's when the panel gets into telling her how she should have reacted and how. Yeah, exactly. You don't get uncomfortable. You don't. You control Nigel your say? feelings. What did Nigel even say? It was just totally <laughs> just. I'm not. sure it was complete bullshit, but I don't. It, know was, it was. It was complete bullshit. I don't really remember what it was either. It was like, you can't let things get. get oh, you to have you. to figure out how to deal with this, like without it's making like, it anyone else's concern that was was that is bullshit because i was like jay had a responsibility in that moment the photographer had a responsibility in the moment bertini had a responsibility in that moment even the other guys in the photo could have been a little stuck up for her yeah it was not just her and her alone yeah it was was yeah for sure not good nigel not good Mm -mm. not not surprising Mm -hmm. though uh kaylin i actually really like kaylin's picture okay i think her body is great Mm -hmm. love her pose her Mm -hmm. face looks angry and just not like her at all okay doesn't even look like her she looks like kirsten dunst in this photo she does that's weird the vibe i'm getting from it yep 
Do you, what do you think about it since you like it? I like her face in it. Um, I think she looks a little mysterious. She kind of looks like, I don't know, definitely touristy, but she looks serious. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she's not touristing to have an amazing time. She's like. She's on a business trip. (laughs) <laughs> she no 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 more like oh. a seduction trip i think <laughs> i think trip. it's actually a seductive photo of caitlin and it's interesting because she's like i hate being sexy i'm not sexy mm-hmm. like but i actually found this to be a, a fairly sensual picture yeah i like it i mean i like how her body is kind of like angled and twisty mm-hmm. it's and... an interesting pose and i i like her face but i think her neck is cut short oh okay gotcha yeah i just felt like her face was angry and like Everything looks really tight and not... It, yeah, it's not very relaxed. You're right. Yeah, that's that's how I would describe it. Not relaxed. So it's okay. But mm-hmm. glad you like it. I like it. Um, and I think, man, Naima just blows everyone out of the water, in my opinion. It's a slamming photo. And yeah. the dudes are her having a photo? really good time. Yeah, what? they do look like they're having a good time. I think it's her best photo of the season. I maybe. agree. She hit the straight on thing nail on the she head. did i was like they were telling her and she mm-hmm. just took it like, and i looks will great. give i will give you straight on i honestly like the last straight on photo she didn't really have much makeup on i think this helps a lot with her having no. makeup on with straight on this, this is good this is yeah a, because the, that a, red lip is amazing i love it bomb she looks amazing uh, and i actually liked her showgirl photos so you know yeah oh yeah they showed everyone's worst photos and everyone has a bad photo except really naima like they show her bad photo and it's pretty good actually she really didn't need those extra frames yeah they show kenya's bad photo and they're just like look at your belly you look pregnant and i was just like well hmm." (laughs) yep uh but naima is just amazing it's a 10 out of 10. Great that pose. One of, the, one of the best photos. It's of like the very, season. it's really dancery, but I still love it. Well, they're supposed mm-hmm. to be dancing in this. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean, like, exactly. It's why she nails this whole It's very episode. like cha cha salsa dance. Yes. Like, yes. It's, there's some heat in this dance. Yeah. Um, it's just all great. Her face is great. Her pose is great. And um, no one can keep their hands off of Naima in this photo. Her legs look so long, rivaling Miss J's legs. It is crazy. Right here. She's really... And she doesn't even strike me as one of the taller girls. I know she must be like a decent height. They're all fucking tall, but you just can't tell because they're always standing next to each other. (laughs) True. Um, But she always seemed a little petite to me. I don't know. But she looks really long and great in this photo. Like, it's so good. So good. She's serving it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so she definitely deserves best photo of the week, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Who is your um, second best? Kenya? Yeah, I say Kenya's my second best, and then it goes Kaylin Brittany. I agree. I agree with that order. Really? Yep. Okay, all right. So we're like kind of like Same our wavelengths are different. Like you like I, what photo. we like about it is different, but yeah. yeah. Same ranking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I feel good about that then. <laughs> nice. Um all right, so the judging is over. It's time for deliberation. And Nigel thinks Brittany's personality is disappearing. <laughs> and I'm like, where? She's been loud this entire episode. She's like, it's still there. I feel like they were just looking for any excuse to kick Oh, yeah. Off. No, it didn't matter. It was just like, yeah, and she's next. So, yeah, it really felt like they reasons. were just like, mm-hmm. what's a reason? Because they love her photo. 
Mm-hmm. She seemed fine at panel, but no, they're like, her personality is disappearing. She's a, a withering flower. We must get rid of her. And I was just like, it's kind of like Kenya's turn. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah, just let Kenya leave. Yeah, she's had a rough week. Just let <laughs> her enjoy her. the rest for a South African vacation. Seriously. You know, because like we know after this, she would just get to relax and she's not going to even make it past yeah. the final three anyway. So yeah. might just let her go. Let her go. Free her. Um, but yeah, they, oh, but Janice about Brittany is like, she has more personality than anyone in this country. And the two South African (laughs) guys are like, excuse me. Yeah. What? I was like, uh, we have personality. Don't try and don't say that about us. It's funny because when she said that I was thinking America and then now I'm like, oh, right. She probably meant South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of insulting to the South Africans here. Janice just always figuring out how to be a little more offensive yeah and then i cut this out the last episode so sorry uh but the because we were wrong these judges but the judges say bb and mandala say that uh, or mandala say that uh kenya's body by african standards she's the skinniest girl alive ever she is the skinniest girl um so, and Tyra's like, oh, by African-American standards, she's really skinny, too. And it's like, yeah, she's skinny. We get it. Yeah, we're just she's like, not... yes, she's fucking skinny. Then stop telling her she's fat. Yeah, and she looked so skinny in this photo, too. So, mm-hmm. it was a great photo of her. <laughs> and she gets first call out. She, they pick nice. her mm-hmm. as FCO, as I abbreviate it. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was her time to go, but whatever <laughs> give her the perseverance yeah yeah um and bottom bottom two are Brittany and naima and i'm kind of surprised it wasn't kaylin and Brittany. to be honest i don't really yeah, know why Brittany was in the or naima was naima. the bottom two yeah, i don't know why naima, i have no idea why naima was in the bottom two doesn't make any sense yeah because she didn't do well at the dancing she, audition or whatever dumb she did so oh yeah oh yeah and the stupid fucking panel challenge yeah the panel challenge are like oh your dancing didn't wow me yeah you blended into the background too much yeah but Brittany goes home obvious decision out of the two of them if you're gonna send either Brittany or naima home it's gotta Mm -hmm. be Brittany. Mm -hmm. she says sorry to kenya as you say she apologizes (laughs) sorry (laughs) i think they're still friends obviously this one week of bad juju did not carry over Hopefully um Brittany says she'll miss Kenya, their sisters, and yeah, after post show, Brittany we know she goes on All Stars, so we'll be talking about her again eventually. She mm-hmm. signed to Next Models and she's a mom of two kids. She's still signed. She's still working. It's pretty cool. She's still beautiful. She's beautiful as yeah. shit. Look her mm-hmm. up. She looks great. It's crazy how a lot of these girls look even better than they did on the show. I know. <laughs> insane um next week is the finale Woo! last episode cycle four i've loved cycle three final three it's a really good finale this is probably like my favorite i think the favorite my favorite season we've recapped i think so far yeah it's a a good one yeah i love there's so much to talk about so much yeah um so many different crazy things happen so much happens in this cycle for sure that there's just a lot of material so it's been real juicy i love it um yeah the show really starts picking up its pace mm-hmm. so yeah we're gonna gonna say goodbye to our cycle four girls and mm-hmm. then we're gonna say hi to the cycle five this is very yep. exciting can't wait to yeah oh i love cycle five yeah good we're getting there 
yeah, hopefully I'll love the it. One with, that's the one with Kim, right? Kim and Nicole. Yes, Kim. I'm excited to talk Marie. about Lisa, to be honest. Lisa is oh, a character fuck. in this Lisa. cycle. Man, this is going to be a trip. Lisa, yeah. Cassandra, right? The one that gets, like the hair haircut. The- Cassandra. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and freaks out. Oh, this is a great wait. cycle. I'm- okay. Ugh. Yep. But we have one more si- one more episode of si- we season four. Episode. Let it. We're gonna tell you all about our thoughts on the winner. Mm-hmm. You know whether we think it's deserved. We'll do a portfolio battle. I think at the end. Yes. Kaylin yes. versus Naima. Yeah. Let's do take it. out which who has They've the best got photos. Really good portfolios. This will be fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fun. Yeah. This is great. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm. See you next mm-hmm. week. Bye.